everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake, episode 161. Jake, happy Tuesday. How's it going? Taco Tuesday, am I right? You're right. I didn't have tacos today. I had pizza from Mellow's. <laughs> well, if you were <laughs> one of our former bosses, you would say that pizza can become well, a taco. can become a taco. Yep, bago. Yep. You're right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, um, for those who know, for those who don't know, but for those who do know, they would understand that joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's get straight into it. Uh, uh, also, by... also, my sister broke her arm and hurt her wrist today. No, she didn't. Yeah, from skateboarding. You just... Oh my god. Yeah, she uh, broke her arm and I think like fractured her wrist or something. Yeah. Isn't she supposed to be coming home soon, too? I think, like, next week. Oh, my God. Is she, she's flying or what? Uh, well, I don't know. She's driving, I think. Yay. With a broken arm? Well, you know. You have to... What's it called? You have to, um... You have to fight through the pain. Rub some dirt on it. Get back on the road. Oh, yeah, with a broken arm. Yeah. Mm. I remember one time I fractured my wrist riding my bike. I, I like, fell... Cause like my like wheel got caught or something and something, and I flipped over and I fractured my wrist. See the things that's happened to me, but I've never broken anything. I was riding my bike and I had my sweater like on the handlebar, and I got caught on the front tire and I flipped forward so fast. But I came up and I was like, "Oh, I'm fine." Yes. But it was yeah. a very embarrassing moment. When I fell, yeah. when I fell, yeah, someone like that. yeah, when I fell, someone asked me, "Are you okay?" And I I couldn't answer. <laughs> I was in so much. I couldn't answer. I was like, oh, I was in so much pain. I just could not. I could not utter a word. And you're like, okay, yeah, I you guess you're what? fine then. I'm like, I'm in pain. <laughs> I'm in agony. Uh, there is so many times. I still have scars from when I fell on my bike, uh, skateboarding, all that stuff. But, geez, yeah, very embarrassing. Definitely uh, a walk back home, walking your bike or your skateboard because you're like, I'm not riding this anymore until I, was, I get home. <laughs> I was in so much pain. I came home like I was like, Dad, my wrist hurts so bad. He's like, eh, it's probably nothing. It's probably you, you didn't do anything to it. So we go to the hospital. He's like, yeah, you fractured your wrist. I was like, oh. He's like, oh. I guess you did do something. You ever have like a bad scrape and your parents like just like put hydrogen peroxide on your wound? I think that happened once when I stubbed my toe on a on Dude, a pool. oh my god. It like it burns your skin. Yeah. Like, I have a scab, like, on my right elbow. Like, you can still, like, feel it. Like, and how bad that... Like, it was a deep wound. Didn't go to the hospital or anything like that. I just know that. I was um, doing this thing, and... Um, I was... My mom was like, oh, you just going back to the bulb, takes the brown bottle of hydrogen peroxide, yes. and just pours it all over the wound. I was... And pure agony. I, I wouldn't wish that pain on anyone, but GG's. Yeah. Also, one time my mom almost ran me over. We were at us. Uh, we were at um, what was it called? Saint Isidore, right? A CYO. Yeah. Game or something. Yeah. Was, my sister was like in first grade. She like hit her head against the side of the uh, like a table or something. She was bleeding. So I was like getting my sister in the car, like holding ice on her head so she like didn't swell up or anything. My mom's like, all right, 
come on. My mom's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. So I, I like give her the ice to hold on to. As I'm walking behind the car, she almost backs up into me. Oh my God. <laughs> Your mom must have been stressing. Uh, yeah. My, my mom's so, also. So she almost fucking hit you. My mom's also completely useless when it comes to blood. Like one time, my dad like got stitches in his leg because he uh he was outside like cutting wood, and the like he like almost like like his like leg got caught on like a sharp piece of wood. And he was bleeding. Oh my profusely. god! Oh my god! My mom's like he's bleeding. He's bleeding. He's like okay, go get a towel. He's like you get a towel. And, like didn't do anything. But I am <laughs> I am first aid certified CPR AAD as well. That's true. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Seven years. Well, I hope your sister's doing okay. That sucks breaking your arm. I've never broken a but I'm only fractured stuff. But yeah, it's not a good feeling. Not not a good feeling. Yeah, it's just not a good feeling. But although I would like to feel fun. something. I, I like one day. I like this little story time that we just did. Yeah, I love it. I would like to feel uh, something one day. Let's talk about baseball, huh? Jake, why don't you start off with the Giants? Yep, Giants are playing right now against the Colorado Rockies. Giants are twenty nine and twenty four on the season. Uh, after today, it'll be a third of the way through. Uh, they're up, last time I checked, 3-1 to one in the second inning. And that's your Giants talk. No, yeah, absolutely. Moving on to A's talk. Uh, A's are currently dead last in the AL West with a record of 20-37. and 37. They did indeed lose today to the Boston Red Sox 5-2. to two. Uh, They are now 1-10 in their last 11 games. And they are now... 16 and a half games back from first in the AL West. So, not looking great in Oakland. Go Braves. Yeah, the A's are, as you know, terrible. Um, so, not worth talking about. Although, if you do go to the A's game, you can buy a ticket way up in the third deck and make your way down <laughs> behind home plate for free. <laughs> you absolutely can. Yep. Shout out. Also, the jalapenos, you know how places have jalapenos and nachos? The A's have pickles in their nachos. I would be. I, I like pickles. That's from Charles Barkley. Do you remember that thing he talked about about the Suns? He had like a no, rant. Like Charles, like, okay, how's the pop? He's like, how's the popcorn? Oh, stale popcorn. <laughs> I got the little hard buns. Beers flat. Cause they were like they were so bad. Like no one wanted to go to the game. But that's what it reminds me of. But moving I don't on. want to talk about Mike Trout, huh? Yeah, so apparently Mike Trout's having a terrible year. Gwah, gwah, gwah! He's batting 280 with 14 home runs, 30 RBIs, and a 978 OPS. However, some people think that he's underperforming this season. And if that's underperforming, then I don't know what overperforming is because that's insane stats, even though people are saying he's not having a great year. So he is the best player of our generation, and it's not even close. Can you go ahead and do his statistics? What he's on pace for, please, like you always do. Yeah, so he's 49 games played. So if we go to 147 games out of 162-game season, because he's missed five already, he's on pace for 42 home runs and 90 RBIs. Yeah, that's kind of insane. But that's a down year, so not good enough. That That's like – that's actually insane. Yep. Would he not be getting votes for MVP? Uh, he probably – well, they, I mean, say he does like, but say obviously I'm gonna he's gonna exceed those stats. And it's it's Mike Trout, right? With 42 home runs, and probably would, RBI, yeah. and with like let's say at point nine 
6.5 OPS. He's getting MVP votes, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. No, it's just crazy to think that, you know, people just have a high standard and people just have a slight decline in, in, in a year, which happened, right? We see that all the time. Too bad their team sucks. The Angels, yeah, sucks. They've lost 12 in a row and they fired their coach today. Yeah, they fired Joe Manon. And then I think uh, Reno Aces' uh, former coach will be the interim for them um, mm. or something like that. But, yeah, you know, like I was saying, people have off years. I mean, it's still early in the season. People having, you know, um, people need something to talk about and say shit like this. So that's how it is. Let's move on. Let's talk about some hockey. Hockey playoffs also going on right now. Uh, and one team has already reached the Stanley Cup. That's the Colorado Avalanche. Like I've been preaching all podcast long since I've been, you know, a huge Avalanche fan forever now. You know, um, they're going to the Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently, though, uh, the Rangers are up two to one over the Lightning, but that could be changing as of, as of uh, Game Four right now. Yeah, Lightning are up three nothing in Game Four. Oh my God! No, Lightning up three two. No, it's from. Yeah, they're up three nothing. They're up three nothing. Had it on the wrong tab. Sorry, with about like four minutes left in the game. So let's see. The uh, Lightning are looking up. They're looking to have a series two to two. Three Pete. And see how they go, right? Uh, anything else to add for NHL talk or hockey talk? Nope. All right. Well, let's move on. Talk about the Niners. Uh, for a minute here, talk about how they've been doing. Uh, first day of mandatory minicamp started today. Let's talk about what happened over the past week and weekend. Frank Gore has officially retired from the NFL. I think he signed his one-day contract with the Francisco 49ers last Thursday. Um, finished his career being the third overall rushing leader in NFL history. Um, happy for the guy. 100%. Can't say one bad thing about Frank Gore. Canton. Canton. I can hear him. I can hear him calling. <clears throat> you think he'll be first ballot? Um, probably not. Yeah. But that's what. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I will say, even though we'd love for him to be, uh, first ballot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I I say maybe. Year three, year four. If that, I mean, there is a lot of other people who can get in before. Yep. Unfortunately. But, yep, Frank Gore, love the guy. Can't say a bad thing about him. Uh, we also had another uh, player retire after his stint with the 49th center, Alex Mack. Um, retired over, uh, over the weekend. Uh, he'll no longer be with the 49ers obviously retiring um, had a great year played all game uh, all all the games this past season so you love to see that but yeah hanging up um, his cleats and we'll see what it will do next what are your thoughts on Alex Mack Jake yeah great career uh, he played at Cal so I remember watching him at Cal and he's one of, he was the best center of the 2010 decade so yeah he might have a Hall of Fame career yeah, maybe a Hall of Famer there too as well. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, going back to it, mandatory minicamp started today. Uh, started around, I think, 11 o'clock while I was at work over there. Um, but yeah, 
a lot of news early in the morning. Uh, Diva Samuel was indeed there. Um, it did indeed uh, show up. And I think that was without question probably the smartest move he would have done because if he had not gone, he would have been uh, fined $90,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah, 90000 is a lot. Yeah, specifically from a guy who's trying to get more money, why get fined, right? Yep. So, yeah, no, definitely a smart guy uh, doing that. Um, I will say... Um, I am definitely happy for him to be there. Um, obviously, not like a situation like um, Diggit Metcalf, who's currently holding out right now, um, looking for a bigger contract, but um, everything will pan out still, I think, under my opinion. Um, I will read a Trent Williams quote um, from today. Um, Trent Williams had some advice. They've, been, they, they, they've worked out together in the offseason. They did that. Uh, this past offseason, they were doing it again this offseason. Um, and, you know, Trent Williams being a seasoned veteran, right, um, has, to something, has to something to say about Diva Samuel specifically, and I quote, he's got the situation by the horns now and showing how mature he is by showing up. I think that goes a long way. Uh, I think I 100% agree. I don't know if you do, but I think I do. Him being here... Um, People could take it as it is, but I think it's still important for him to be uh, the football player that he is and showing up for you know his teammates, right? He doesn't have uh, anything against his teammates, I, I wouldn't think, but him showing up, right, it, it definitely shows a different kind of demeanor uh, with the players and how his teammates view him. So um, they're definitely on his side. You know, obviously everyone wants to get paid, and I think he will be. But yeah, Jake, anything else to add in regards to that? I uh, know it, it is good that he's there though. Have unnecessary drama isn't really there as much, I guess, uh, that he's there. Um, but it is good to see him, and hopefully they get a contract done before training camp. Absolutely. Um, yeah, another guy who's uh, um, not a lot of speculation or anything like that. I am not showing up, but Debo. I mean, uh, Nick Bosa was also at uh, minicamp today. Um, according to Kyle Shanahan, country talks have not started. Um, with Bosa, but he he did indeed say that he does foresee him being a 49er for a long time. So if it's not happening now, uh, I will either happen really early in the season or, like you said, for Depot before training camp, and we'll see how that pans out as well. Obviously, would love to have Nick Bosa back. Um, had a big year last year with 15 and a half sacks. Would love to see him be doing that for. A lot for his entire career, but that's a matter. But we shall, we shall see. Um, both Debo and Bosa, they uh, did not participate in any offensive uh, or defensive team drills today. But they did indeed participate in individual drills. So I got to see some video of you know Nick Bosa, um, you know, just working out, seeing how that was, getting some a good get offs on defense, and you know hitting the hitting the. Hitting the pads and went on to see, you know, seeing Debo as well, running, you know, on the sideline, catching some balls. Um, but yeah, um, Jake, there was a couple of people who didn't participate in today. Why don't you go ahead and put them off? Yeah, including Debo and Bosa, who did not participate. Uh, Fred Warner, uh, Trevarius Ward, and George Kittle were not participants in practice as well. Um, but you mean like they didn't participate at all? 
Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. They so, didn't I mean, Debo both they participated individually, but not in the team practice. Correct. I was drinking some Barty Armor. Uh, we're not sponsored, but they make a great drink. Yes. Yep. Um, or peach mango, my personal favorite. And it's use the best one. Yep. Use code BAPOD for ten percent off on orders over a million dollars, and there you go. Moving there on. It is. Um, yes, Debo and Bosa did participate in team drills. Um, they didn't. I swear. Did to not God, participate in team you. drills, but did participate in individual drills. Uh, Debo was seen running on a side field, uh, but Kittle, Warner, Trevius Ward did not participate. Uh, we're not sure if Kittle and Warner are injured or have like just you know just nagging things that they don't want to risk. Uh, but we nope. know Trevius Ward was told not to play because he already did enough work in the mini camp. So this is basically just a way of just giving him a day, like a week off, I guess. Um, Danny Gray apparently was out due to a minor hamstring thing. Nothing too serious. They just don't want to risk it. Uh, Eric Armstead was excused due to his wife being close to labor, meaning that his kid could be born any day. Congrats to them. Uh, D Ford is coming in for a physical, uh, but after that physical, he will be most likely cut from the 49ers, according to Kyle Shanahan. And we are not sure if, it, if that means he will be retiring or trying to play somewhere else. Yeah, but do not know. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's another talk. Uh, there you have it. Uh, it's getting close. I mean, we are still in in June. June, but I'm excited. I already got a text from someone about fantasy football, and it's only June. Uh, mm. So it's it's it's, it's kind of crazy, but uh, football season almost upon us. Going to keep waiting on the days until it gets here. But, yeah, let's talk about um, our last thing here. Um the Bay Finals obviously going on right now. Um, we talk about go ahead and talk about Game One and Game Two. Um, game One, Warriors Celtics. Uh, the Warriors did indeed lose Game One in the Chase Center, losing uh, one hundred eight to one twenty. Yeah, blew that game. Um, really seemed like a big back and forth game in the first half of that Game One. Um, the Warriors really couldn't pull away. The Celtics just kept fighting back, um, just trading shots. I mean, the, I think the most for the most part. Uh, the biggest lead was maybe like four, four, six, four or five or six points here and there. And, you know, um, the Celtics would be up one and, you know, we make a shot. So it was just bad, really, really back and forth. Um, the biggest thing there in the first quarter, the first half really was um, Steph had a, a tremendous quarter. Uh, well, first quarter, I think he ended up with like 21 points in the first quarter, Jake, if I can't, yep. if I can remember correctly. Yeah, he did end up with 34, 5 and 5. He really did not really score in the, in the second quarter. So, I mean, like I was saying before, really up and down first half. Um, but it wasn't until the third quarter. It was a huge different story. And, you know, the Warriors are always, you know, been known for being um, coming out of the half. Big third quarter team, you know. And then at the end of the third quarter, they were up 12 points against the Celtics. But... An absolute collapse in the fourth. Celtics um, were playing lights out defense, uh, nonstop making threes to win the game. I mean, they made I think at one point seven straight threes. Um, but yeah, um, Al Horford, uh, Devin Devin White, even Peyton Pritchard um, doing their thing there. Um, Gary Payton was indeed available and dressed for this game, but didn't really play a minute. Um, it was really uh, seeing Andre Iguodala coming off the bench. 
for that game. But yeah, that was your that was your game one. Uh, moving on to game two, the Warriors won one hundred seven to eighty eight, and a blowout win. So they exchanged blowouts, uh, but uh, Warriors winning in game two. Uh, Steph really led the charge in game two uh, with twenty nine six and four. Um, some things. I mean, he had a spectacular pass to Wiggins in the second quarter. Uh, that was great to see. Um, I'll go back to this next point, but yeah, back and forth first half with multiple lead changes again. Uh, but the Warriors did indeed have a huge lead in the third quarter, uh, scoring again, yet again, 35 points in the third compared to the Celtics 14. So again, winning that. No, Andre Gonzalez it was actually, uh, it says, uh, DMP, so he did not play. Uh, so we got to see the return of Gary Payne Jr. He did hit a three. You love to see that play some good minutes off. Good shots, a total of six um, points and five rebounds. No assists, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, you love to see it. Uh, Jake, were you still there? Yep, I'm still here. Perfect. Uh, hopefully, you heard everything I said because I heard the little, little Wi-Fi oh. thing there. Um, um, but about that, we missed a good. Go ahead and pause we, we missed a good five seconds of what you said. Did you pause it? Uh, no, I did not. All right, it's fine. Who cares? Yeah. Five seconds, five seconds. But um, you can repeat it. But I, don't, I just don't know which point. It was. That's the thing. Um, it was about. Did you hear me talk about, about Balencia? Uh, no, it was. But you, what you're talking about was it was Steph. It was about Steph leading the charge with 29, six and four. Then it cut out. Oh, then I went over a lot of different things. So that's it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll just go over it again because no one obviously heard it. But yeah, uh, game two, back and forth again. First half, multiple lead changes and and whatnot. Um, Warriors, I mean, coming off the break again, having a huge third quarter like they did in game one. Um, Really outscoring uh, the Celtics 35 to 14 in that third quarter. I think it, to one point we were up 25 points, and that's when the Celtics really gave up, specifically in the fourth quarter, bringing out all the starters uh, Tatum, Smart, uh, Jalen Brown, all on the bench. Um, but yeah, um, in this game also, we didn't see any Andre Godala. Uh, he was listed out. Uh, so we got to see the return of Gary Payton Jr. Uh, you look to see it great. He had, uh, made a big three in the first quarter. And again, uh, leading the, the finals and three-point percentage, LOL. But uh, doing great there. And then, for those who don't recall or don't remember, I did indeed talk about Belizia, uh as being an X-Factor. He did indeed have six points in his 11 minutes that he played, six points and five rebounds. Um, the hustle was there great uh, while I was watching the game. You love to see it. Um, and then going back to Tatum, I mean, he had a really big, uh, better game this game. He had 28 points instead of the compared to the 12. Uh, but again, it wasn't just enough. Uh, he also had four turnovers, and yet again, he is the leader in turnovers in the in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, before you ha- before I, the, the five second delay or the the cutout, I did indeed have a point here I wanted to talk about uh, in regards to this whole um, off the bench game two. Went seventeen two and three. Yep. I do have a question for you. Do you want the question? Or do you want to hear the stats first? Uh, question. Question. So I'll go over the stats first. Okay. Okay. 
Clay game one. Fifteen, two, and three. He played twenty. He played thirty-nine minutes. Okay, he played thirty-nine minutes. Um, six of fourteen from field goal, and three of seven from three. Game two, he was eleven, three and one. He was four of nineteen. That's abysmal. Yep. Okay, and a one from eight from three. Game, excuse me, and then game two, sorry. Game two, Clay played 30 minutes, right? Yep. Jordan Poole, game one, played 25 minutes. Nine, two, and two. He played 14 less minutes than Clay, okay? He was two for seven from field goal range, one for five from three. Game two, he went 17, 2, and 3. 6 of 14 from Fugel, and 5 for 9 from 3. Okay. Poole definitely did, and then Poole played 23 minutes compared to Clay's 30. Hmm. Is it time to start Jordan Poole over Clay Thompson? No. Elaborate, please. It's Clay Thompson. Okay. No, I understand that. Yep. I'll, I'll elaborate. Um, I'm not trying to grill you. I'm just, I, I want to know, like, your, uh, why you don't think Jordan Poole shouldn't start over Clay. Well, here's my dick answer because it's Clay Thompson. Here's my real answer because I just think Poole is better off the bench. And plus, it's better for defensive purposes. Why defensive purposes as well to have Clay start than Poole come in uh, as a second in the second quarter, basically. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, this is a question that I think you know a lot of people would you know start to ask themselves, right? I mean, specifically after a, a good game two from Jordan hitting some big threes. Um, Hitting that big one from hitting that huge one from the logo, right? Um, we can't agree that Clay has not been himself this finals, right? Two games in, um, Clay also doesn't get a lot of blame for when the Warriors lose. Can we agree with that? Yeah, right. That's I, I feel like it's pretty factual. Um, a lot of the blame goes to Steph, but a lot of blame goes to you know. To, uh, to Draymond or to the bench or, you know, other role player at Wiggins, right? Clay would feel like Clay doesn't get a lot of the blame, right? I mean, obviously, um, everyone loves Clay, but even Swig contested this. He, his shot selection hasn't been great, right? One from eight from three isn't, isn't great in game two, two for seven from three. I mean, it's a little better, but still not very efficient. I mean, in two games, he's 10 for 33. And that's really bad. Yep. Right? I mean, can you do percent? What's the what, well, That's like 30%. Let's just say it's, that's, that's less than 30%. Is it not? Shot-wise? 10 out of 33? Great. That's 
That's thirty three percent. Yeah. Okay, so it's 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 low and thirty percent um, compared to what's Jordan Poole? Twenty. He's twenty one of eight. It's like twenty six. Am I doing this right? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> he's eight for twenty one. That's um. That's about twenty-eight percent, thirty-eight percent. You say thirty-eight percent or twenty? What? Eight out of twenty-one. Yes, eight out of twenty-one. Yes, thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight percent. Okay. Yes, like thirty-eight percent. So obviously, being a little bit more efficient shooter uh, than Clay from three, he's been a lot better. Right, making sixteen and fourteen compared to Clay's four and fifteen. Do you think Paul, obviously playing less minutes? Do you think if Paul was putting Clay's position, do you think he scores more points or has a better, bigger impact in the game? I don't know because when Paul's on the floor, Curry's usually out and start of the second quarter, so Paul has more reign of the team. Right, if you started Paul of Curry. Curry's gonna get more of the shots, get more of the ball. So, and plus, Clay's a better. That's Clay's role, just play as a secondary guy. And Clay is a better defender. Yes, I hundred percent agree with that. I mean, it's just it's just something for people to you know just think about. I'm not saying as. I mean, there's a yes, there is a right and wrong answer this question but yeah, I feel like it's right. very hard it's very it's very hard to say which one's wrong and which one's right in my opinion I'll say I'm, smi- I'm smiling when I say this I'll say it <laughs> I'm right um, but yeah I mean it's something to bring up right I mean um, huge game three coming up um, in a TD garden tomorrow I'll be watching at Philbrook. So if you're listening to this one, come to Philbrook for the game. Slide through. I Means what my boy Mario Diaz will be there. Jake Gurren invited, obviously, if you want to come watch with us. Um, but yeah. Important game three. Um, do you like the sound of game seven in the finals, Jake? Or, nope. or what? what are your thoughts? Ending in six. God, I fucking hope so. Um, I, I put a poll up on our Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, Jake, or if you voted or not. Um, I would hope you've seen it because you know, you know, you're part of yeah, it, right? I think uh, I see it. What was the question? Feeling confident after Game Two of the Finals? Oh yeah, I think um, I responded. Yeah, we had people. Ninety-two uh, percent of you guys who had voted, at least, said yes, and eight percent of you guys said no. Hmm. I feel, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty confident uh, going into uh, into game three. Obviously, I um, wish it was 2-0, right? I wish it would be going in 2-0. But I feel, I, I think we, I don't know if I've talked about this. Um, I think I might have talked to you personally about this or, or someone else. But I don't know, obviously being a blowout in game one, the Celtics did their job, right? They, they split. That, that, that's their job, right? They did their job. So going into game two, um, 
obviously they'd be really happy going 2-0 and sweeping home court advantage, Celtics at least, and going going home, right? But they also wouldn't be mad losing. But they wouldn't be mad losing if it wasn't a close game, right? They would have all the momentum. You spin that, Warriors come out and blow them out. Feeling good, going to game three away, two days rest for both teams. I'm very confident that the Warriors um, can win game three. So that's how I see it. I don't know if you would want to agree or want to have anything to say about that, but that's how I see it. Um, again, game three tomorrow, just clock, Chase Center. Jake? Yep, big game. What are the keys? Key to the, to the game. game. Well, <laughs> you know, score more points than the Celtics. That usually helps. Uh, limit turnovers. Don't have any stupid fouls. Keep Steph out of foul trouble and hit your shots. Absolutely. Yeah. Hit your shots. Shoot or shoot. Play some defense. Draymond, don't be a jackass. Thoughts? I, I kind of like when Draymond's a jackass. He gets he gets everyone going. God, so close to being thrown out, but fuck. All right. Um, anything else has an episode, Jake? Um. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Uh, go ahead and choose a number from 1 to 100. 69. I'm going to choose 23. Number was 21. Perfect. Mm. Thank you for listening to the BA Podcast for Coach James. With Jake, episode 161. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud, and also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, subscribe, you have 50 times against system. Let your company be an industry of the past five years. Get the podcast worldwide. We love to take the podcast sports for recreation, but as you know, should it starts to be a podcast, get the talk podcast worldwide. You did it, we have a five. Thank you for the episode. James? Kick the mum. Kick W. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Bye.